The A's may have signed their backup catcher to start the 2023 season, and I got some thoughts about some talking points about the WBC that I've I've seen some people just talking about, and uh, I think that they're wild. So we're going to go over some of those. We're, we're fired up today on Locked on A's. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 545 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, we're talking about Carlos Perez signing with the A's on a minor league deal. And I'm going to give you my reasoning why I think he could be the A's backup catcher with Manny Pena injured and uh, Yoel Pozo being like kind of an option and Kyle McCann kind of being an option. But I think that Carlos Perez could be the guy. So we're going to talk about why. Uh, And then I got some thoughts about the injuries in the WBC and also uh, that I saw a talking point. Uh, Ken Rosenthal wrote an article. I read some of it and then I was like, this is ridiculous. We're going to talk about that. So (laughs) that's what we got coming up for you guys today. But before we get into anything, thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. So go, uh, if you're not already on YouTube, go to YouTube, please. Uh, And then uh, click on our channel, subscribe to the channel, comment and like down below. Uh, Those things all help the YouTube algorithm find other baseball fans, other A's fans like yourself. And uh, that's how we help the podcast grow. We're trying to get to 1,000 subs by opening day. We're, we're, we might not make it, but we can still try. We can still try. So help me try by subscribing down below. Uh, also, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked on A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at, I am at by Jason B on Twitter. Uh, check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insights, and analysis coming your way. Whenever A's news happens, it's at Inside the A's or SI.com slash MLB slash athletics. But let's talk about Carlos Perez. Uh, that might be a familiar name. Uh, and not the guy from the White Sox who debuted last year, I believe. Not, not that one. No, no, we're talking about the 32-year-old Carlos Perez, who was actually with the A's minor league teams uh, in 2020. Well, I guess he was part of the, the, the off-site uh, place in 2020. But uh, he, he played for Vegas in 2021. Had a good season. He had a, he had a really good season, actually. Uh, he hit 269 with a 337 on base, a 909 OPS. Those are good numbers. Those are solid numbers. Uh, why didn't he get called up? Eh, they had Sean Murphy and others. Uh, they, they were fine. He also hit 31 home runs that season, drove in 89. He had a walk rate of 8%. Not bad. Not great, but not bad. And he also had a uh, strikeout rate of just 15%. Not bad. It's a pretty good season. You could see why the A's might want to keep him around, especially right now when they need a veteran backup catcher. That, that's part of it, is he had a good season with the A's uh, playing in a launching pad in Vegas. Let's let's be honest about that. But uh, they're familiar with him. He's familiar with the A's, not necessarily all the pitchers on the staff, but, you know, some of them. He, he knows a few of them. Uh, Caprillion and Blackburn, kind of, maybe. Um, but th- that's, that's part of the reason. Uh, he last played in the majors, though, in 2018. And that was uh, a little bit of time with uh, Atlanta, a little bit of time with the Texas Rangers. Not a lot, but just a, he had like 21 games 
uh, split between the two teams. Uh, and he hit 143 with a 178 on base and a 392 OPS. And those are roughly in league with uh, his general numbers. I, I think that he is a career 215 hitter, so he's hit better than this uh, at the major league level. But uh, that, that was his last stint, and it was uh, not not a great stint. He has 212 big league games, though, and so he has the veteran experience. And as I've been saying on here and at Inside the A's uh, on Twitter and on Facebook, <laughs> uh, I think that the A's are more interested in having a backup catcher who has a, a veteran presence. They want somebody who can help guide Shea Langoliers in his first big league season behind the dish. That's what they're more interested in. Production at the plate, sure. Is he a good defensive catcher? Uh, I mean, in 2018, not. He was like league average. He wasn't great, but he was league average. Uh, maybe that's that. That could be the the tipping point. Is is there a solid defensive catcher that they can do that that they could have up there? Because Kyle McCann, uh, they, they they mentioned that with Tyler Soderstrom that he was an option behind the dish for the A's, uh, but they, they they didn't want to ruin his development. So that's why they didn't. You know they. He was in the discussion, but he wasn't, like, in the discussion. He was also reassigned to minor league camp, like, a couple of days after that quote came out from Arcante. So, uh, it, it was, you know, he, we like him. He's doing great, but we don't want to ruin his development. He's still young. He's still doing stuff. Same thing, I would assume, goes for Kyle McCann, who has played seven games above AA Midland. So, it's not like he's a bevy of... <laughs> of experience here in the upper minors or major leagues. And so that would leave uh, Yoel Pozo, uh, who has 21 games of big league experience, or Carlos Perez, who has 212. So if you're looking at it from a purely experience standpoint, Carlos Perez seems to make a lot of sense. And also, uh, it depends on how long Manny Pena is going to be out. Because if he's going to be on the 60-day IL, you don't have to cut, any, you know, uh, DFA anybody. You don't have to make room for him on the roster. There's going to be an open roster spot. You can put Carlos Perez there. And then when uh, Manny Pena is ready to come back and be added to the roster, you can DFA Carlos Perez then. Sorry, Carlos, but um, I, I think that that would be important for the A's. And I, I know that they could just option, you know, Cal McCann or Yoel Pozo there, but I think that they want to not have to send guys up and down, up and down. I think that Carlos Perez has a better shot of having a productive time at the major league level, and that is why I think that he's going to be the A's backup catcher on opening day. Um, I, I wrote about the my A's roster projection over at Inside the A's uh, a few days ago. I think it was on Saturday. Um, so go check that out. I'll put it in the show notes for the, the audio listeners. But uh, I, 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 I cheated when I when I did the catchers because I put that it would either be Yoel Pozo or veteran catcher from outside of the organization at this current moment. And uh, it, would, it would appear that Carlos Perez could be that veteran catcher that was outside of the organization at the moment that I wrote those words. So uh, I cheated, sort of, but I think that I was also very right. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just saying. Or maybe the A's listen to this podcast because uh, they do some things that I talk about and, like, they, they hadn't done them before and then they do them. And I'm just saying, I see you. I see you. I'd like a paycheck for the work that I'm putting in, 
But uh, I, I guess that's not how you guys operate. <laughs> Give me a call. Give me a shout out. Be like, yeah, th this 2023 season was brought to you by Jason Burke of Locked on A's. Uh, that would be great. But uh, I think that there's a good chance that he's going to be on the A's opening day roster because he has a familiarity with the organization. The organization has a familiarity with Carlos Perez. And uh, he has a loose familiar familiarity with some of the pitchers on the staff. So those, those are my arguments. It's, it's a okay argument. Is he the best option that the A's could get? I mean, maybe not, but I'm intrigued by me at 31 bombs. Why not? Has he done it at the major league level? No. Is he different than the last time that he played in the major leagues? I do not know. I do not know. And honestly, uh, there's no like uh, updated uh, defensive stats. Like, how was he doing in 2021 and 2022 in the minor leagues defensively? I don't know. They don't have stat. They don't have stat cast down there. Sorry. Uh, also. Uh, same thing goes with Kyle McCann, who was playing in Double A last year, and also Yoel Pozo, who was playing in Triple A last year. I, we don't have those stats, so it, it could be the best defensive catcher. But my guess is it's going to be the most veteran catcher, who has shown to be decent defensively at the very least, and maybe he's better now. Who and maybe he can swat 31 bombs playing backup to Shea Langoliers. I don't know. But uh, anyways, that's all that I got on the base backup catcher situation. I think that it's going to be interesting. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about the WBC, which has been very interesting. And I'm going to talk about uh, why it's great. So stay locked in, you guys. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You wanna be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, and that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps, people, uh, helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Uh, you can just add the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to help spread the word that you're hiring. They got simple tools like screening questions that make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. Uh, LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So post your job for free over at linkedin.com slash lockedonmlb. That's linkedin.com slash lockedonmlb to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news, insight, and analysis coming your way. Whatever A's news happens, it's at inside the ace and for the uh the visual people i am adjusting my camera as we speak so you can see arson judge i love this shirt it's great i got it for christmas because i asked for it and i just put a link and i was like buy this for me family and they did so thank you to the family <laughs> but let's talk a little bit about the wbc the world baseball classic tonight at four o'clock pacific time that's local time for us uh, it's not local time for where it's being played in Miami. That's it's seven o'clock for them. But who needs to talk about time uh, at this time? Uh, it's going to be Team Japan versus Team USA, uh, the two behemoths of the baseball world exchanging blows. Uh, I'm excited for this matchup. And uh, last night I watched the part of the game where Mexico was winning and then I got all the updates. Then we tried to put my son to bed and I got the updates that Mexico in fact lost on a walk-off and that sounded thrilling, but oh man, Randy Rosarena 
just making catches over the wall and then just mean mugging everybody after he did it. I'm sure that nobody knew if he actually got the ball or not, except for the viewing audience at home. It was great. Um, and then he was just signing balls in between, not plays, but, you know, when there would be like a commercial break, he'd just like sign some balls and be like, hey, here you go. Pitching change. Sign some balls. He was great. And I remember loving him when he was in the World Series back in 2020. And, uh, oh, man, Rays fans, they, they got they got somebody with him. And uh, he's a delight. So go Rays, I guess. And go Team Mexico. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed watching Team Mexico play, and I'm, I'm sad that they're gone. I would have I would have liked to see a, a, rem- a rematch of Team Mexico versus the United States because Team Mexico uh, actually beat Team USA in the in pool play. They were in the same pool, and they almost uh, made it I- into the finals, and that would have been pretty cool. But uh, that's not what I necessarily want to talk about. I just wanted to share some thoughts about the WBC right there. Uh, I want to talk about the injuries. Because the injuries uh, are something that people have been very uh, upset with. And maybe it's because we, we don't have that many A's fans, don't have that many guys in the WBC. And none of them got injured. Uh, and none of them were integral to the A's fortunes, I guess, in 2023. It was a bunch of minor league guys, and like Adrian Martinez, who's good, and Jake Fishman, who's fine. Um, but they're more like depth options. They're not, you know, Tyler Soderstrom or, uh, I don't know. I mean, and even he's going to be in the minor leagues. They didn't lose Edwin Diaz or Jose Altuve. I guess that's what I'm getting to. <laughs> Jose Altuve got hit by a pitch on the hand. He, it fractured his pinky, I, th- I think. Um, he's going to miss a couple of months. And Astros fans are very upset because, of course, they are. Um, I just find that wild. They are the reigning World Series champions. They have nothing to complain about other than uh, people not liking that they cheated in 2017. That's the only thing. That, and, and, and people are mean as well. but uh, So I get that. But they got to be chest in. they got to defend their ground. But uh, they're the reigning champions. They've been to, what, is it five straight ALCSs? They've been to the World Series basically every year since 2017. Um, yeah, they're, they're doing fine, guys. Um, this is what... Altuve is going to miss two months, not the season. Two months. It's It's fine. Maybe it kind of opens up the AL West a little bit. Maybe. And that's if the Angels are doing good, which you can't bank on. And also, the, the Mariners might take a step back. So, the, the Astros still might win this division by 10 games. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But the Astros are a behemoth, and nobody's ever going to take them down. The only team that could take them down was the Oakland A's. Um, remember that, everybody else in the AL West. Um, so I just think that that's a little bit ridiculous. Um, he, he's fine. And injuries like this happen. Uh, people get hit all the time. They, and that's the thing that has been talked about a lot. But what hasn't been talked about is he's probably safer playing in the WBC than him playing in a spring training game in terms of getting hit by a pitch. Um, because there's a lot of guys that are minor leaguers. And maybe he's out of the game. Maybe Jose Altuve is out of the game before. They bring in the wild thing. Uh, you know, minor league guys that throw hard but have zero command. I don't know. Like, the guys that were playing in the major leagues for the Houston Astros in 2020. And A's fans got mad about it. And uh, then Astros fans, I don't know, uh, thought that that was ridiculous. It was... I'm just saying. People get hit, you guys. It it, it happens. It's fine. He He's fine. It, it's okay. That's all. It, it's just a silly, silly thing to get that worked up about. 
he's going to be okay. He's going to be on the team probably in like May, maybe June. He'll be rested. He'll be great. He's fine. Uh, but then Edwin Diaz, he's not fine. Uh, he he uh, has a knee injury. It's going to keep him out for eight months. He's going to miss the entire season. And uh, the Mets, World Series uh, contenders, if not, maybe not favorites, but contenders, um, they, they, they don't have their all-star closer. He was otherworldly last year. Uh, his entrance got... Uh, a, a great treatment. They they got the trumpets going. Everybody knows about his entrance now, apparently. They got Timmy Trumpet from Timmy Trumpet fame. I don't know who Timmy Trumpet is, but I know that he, he does Edwin Diaz's walkout song. Um, and so they, 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 they had him do it live when Edwin Diaz came to the mound to save a game. It's ridiculous. It went overboard. Uh, maybe not overboard. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but... Yeah, he's going to be out for this season coming up, and uh, that that's a big blow to the Mets. And I, I could see the Mets being upset about that. But at the same time, I mean, there's not like a good replay of him going down. It's uh, them all jumping, and then uh, there's another one of him just on the ground, and then him being carried off the field. No, those are the replays. It, it, there's not like a, oh, here's a point of impact. It's not like Nancy Kerrigan. Uh, no, Tanya Harding. <laughs> Almost blamed the victim on that one. Tanya Harding just hit him with a lead pipe in the back of the knee. That's not what happened. I think that he was jumping up and down and then it popped. Which, maybe he wouldn't be jumping up and down that much during the regular season, but it seemed fragile to me. It's like in football, when you get like a non no-contact injury. Uh, those are bad. That's how that happens. It, it, it was just going to happen. And uh, it, it seemed like it was just a matter of time until it did happen. And so now it has. And so there you go. I also found it interesting that uh, that the Mets signed him to an extension this offseason. I assumed that he had to take a physical, and uh, he passed that. And Carlos Correa also took a physical with the New York Mets. He did not pass that, and uh, he is now on the Minnesota Twins. So just a wild, wild circumstance right there. Just some thoughts that I had about the WBC. I got some more thoughts coming up for you guys here in just a second. Talking about uh, Team USA and whether or not they should try, because, I don't know, I, I read the headline and I had a reaction. So we're going to talk about that, you guys. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. The Built Merch Madness Bracket is here. That is a tongue twister, you guys. Uh, and we know that you have a favorite bar or puff, and now it's your time to make it count. Go to BuiltMarchMadness.com to vote for your favorites. You know, today I'm feeling the Raspberry Built Bar. I don't know why. I'm in a raspberry kind of mood, and that's who I'm voting for today. Yesterday, I could have been voted for Coconut Puff, but today, Raspberry. I don't know. I'm all over the place because all of these flavors are so good. If you want... Uh, your favorite bar to win, you just got to go to builtmarchmadness.com and that's how you vote for your favorites. And when you vote for your favorite bar, you can be entered to into a drawing where 50 lucky Locked On listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one Locked On fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built to have Built's best bars or puffs or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You got to try Built. Built is the best protein bar ever. Seriously, they're so amazing. You won't even know that they're good for you. And what makes them so good? Well, I mean, for starters, they're covered in 100% chocolate. And that's really all you need to know. They're, it's real chocolate. They're amazing. Go do that. So run to BuiltMarchMadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff or puff. And pick up a box uh, while you're there. You can vote every day in March 
So hop in and support your flavors. Welcome back to the Locked On A's podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm a by Jason B on Twitter. Check out Inside the A's for more A's news insight and analysis coming your way whenever A's news happens. It's at Inside the A's. SI.com slash MLB slash Athletics. That's the URL because uh, it's not Inside the A's.com. I'm sorry. Uh, but eh, what, what you're going to do? SI.com slash MLB slash Athletics. That's how you find everything that I've written, and I write a lot. Uh, I, I've seen the beat writers talking about uh, Nick Allen might not be the shortstop, uh, the primary shortstop for the A's, and they're like, oh, well, what's it going to take? Blah, blah, blah. I wrote about that last week. Uh, it's, a, it's a platoon situation, you guys. Go, go check out why Nick Allen works in a platoon against lefties. He's going to be really good, so watch out for that. Uh, but let's talk a little bit more about the WBC. And I, I saw a headline to something like, uh, it was by Ken Rosenthal, and Ken Rosenthal is great. I, I love Ken Rosenthal. He's he's fantastic. L- love your work, Ken. But I didn't read far because I thought that it was a ridiculous piece. And it was like, well, if Team USA can't try their hardest, why do they try at all? Why do they send the best players? Why do they all want to do this? That's so silly. And I'm sure that it ended up being a, a nice article, and he kind of proved the opposite point. Uh, but I don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about it anyway. Here's my thing with the WBC. It's wonderful. I'm having a lot of fun. I don't know why it's so much more fun. Maybe it's because uh, we haven't done this in a while. I I believe that there's also an article on The Athletic about why it's so different and why everybody likes it now. Uh, But uh, I haven't read that one yet. Anyways, um, basically there was something like if if Team USA can't use their pitchers for more than like 65 pitches without losing them for a couple of days, then why why do they even, you know, send some of their, their best pitchers? And why do they do this? And why do they do this? And uh, I, I, I don't understand that by, because TBOSA is literally comprised of all Major League Baseball players. And if Major League Baseball is the pinnacle of the baseball world, then by definition, they have a, a team of the best players in the world. They should trounce literally everybody, it shouldn't matter how you handicap it. Uh, and maybe by handicapping it so the guys can only go 65 pitches. And they do that because it's spring training still, and this is kind of the only time you can do this tournament, is during spring training, and guys aren't necessarily worked up yet. They can't go out there and throw 100 pitches yet. They can't do that. The teams that they belong to, not belong to, uh, that they are employed by, uh, they have to set these restrictions there so that they don't get hurt by blowing out their arm. that That's an injury that uh, would be scary in the WBC, by the way. Uh, an arm injury, because that could ruin a career. Uh, not a hit by a pitch on the hand. Get out of here. Uh, and so that that's just something there that I think that uh, kind of embodies what, what we're talking about here is that they're a team of full major league players. And you got some guys, like uh, Team Venezuela, they did very well. And they had like Jordan Diaz, who's an A's player, who is a good hitter. Does he have a defensive position? No, he's not good enough for the A's. And the A's could lose 100 games this year, according to the experts. They could lose 100 games. He's not good enough to be on that team yet. He was on Team Venezuela. And we're complaining about, oh, these guys can only throw 65 pitches. Get out of here. That's stupid. Team USA should be the best team. And if they lose, that might even be better. 
I don't know. I think I might be rooting for Team Japan. I love Shohei Otani, which is part of it. Um, but And also, the, whoever was hitting behind uh, Otani last night, uh, I forget his name already. He seemed cool. They they called him uh, Japanese Bryce Harper and also Japanese, uh, there was another, uh, Juan Soto. He was compared to both those guys. And I'm like, I'm on board. I am sold on this guy. Go sign him, John. Go sign him, John. Um, I want that guy on my team. I am very enthralled by him. You get to learn about other players from different countries and be like, hey, this is cool. There was one guy that uh, struck out three like prominent uh, big leaguers, and then the Tigers signed him to a minor league contract like the next day. That w- This tournament is awesome. Who cares if Team USA doesn't get to like win it easily? Oh, well. I will say, one thing that uh, I think that is not necessarily a detriment or a hindrance to Team USA, but um, because... I mean, their talent level is amazing. But depending on how into analytics and stuff the countries get and the other teams get, there's more data available on the players that have played in Major League Baseball. And if you have a whole team of guys that play in Major League Baseball, uh, you could come up with a game plan for that, I think. Probably. Um, Whereas guys that are, you know, throwing... I forget where the guy that signed with the Tigers uh, was playing, but... Nicaragua, maybe? Um, if you got a guy thrown for Nicaragua um, and you you don't know any of their baseball players, then, yeah, you're, you're just going up there trying to see what he has in the moment and then trying to hit him. And that's a lot different than being like, oh, yeah, there's Patrick Sandoval. He's, uh, I mean, he's still curved up Team Japan, but uh, he, it's a difference. And I think that there is a bit of an advantage there for other countries opposed to Team USA, but I think that the talent level on Team USA has been winning through, and so there's that. Um, that that's kind of just an interesting th- thing that I thought about with the WBC, and I think that everything's fine. Um, it, it's it's a good watch. So if, if you're free at 4 p.m., get out of work early. If you're listening to this, you can leave work early. It's fine. Uh, and go watch the WBC. It's the final. It's Japan versus Team USA. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I think that the USA depth trumps ev- should should trump everybody because their depth is fully major league players. Get out of here with pitch limits and oh, if they can't compete at their best, they should be the best. Get out of here with that, Ken Rosenthal. And I'm putting that in quotes because I don't know that he actually said that. <laughs> I just wanted to have a fiery kind of segment. Um, yeah, I. I the, the tournament is there, and they put some of these restrictions in to make it more enjoyable. Because if Team USA is winning, I, didn't they just beat, uh, was it Puerto No, not Puerto Rico. Was it Team Cuba? They beat somebody, like, 13-2 to two in one of the, like, last, like, in the group, or past the group stages in the qualifying rounds. And uh, that wasn't fun. If you had a whole tournament of that, that's boring. Give me the restrictions. Give me a fun tournament. Make it more exciting. I don't know if you guys watch Bluey. But my son loves Bluey in the morning, and there's uh, an episode of Bluey where they are playing a game, and then you have to find out what the rules are, and then you have to play by the rules because the rules make it fun. This is the same thing, is the rules make it fun because Team USA should probably just roll over everybody, but they're not, and it could be exciting, and that's what I'm here for, and uh, there, there you go. And also, I really I really want to see Otani versus Trout. If that happens, I might lose my mind. That would be so much fun. I mean, we could also just wait until, like, next year <laughs> when Otani signs somewhere else, but hey, why not have it on this stage, too? Why not have it here first, tonight? 
Team USA versus Team Japan. Very excited about that. Um, and my, my hope, my, my hope is that Otani's internal dialogue is something like, you made me sign with this piece of crap team, and he has five years of just anger built up into this at bat, and he just strikes him out on three pitches, swinging it. Oh, man. <sighs> Give me Otani versus Trout. That, that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. Uh, but anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. Tomorrow, uh, maybe we'll do some some roster projections. I know that I talked about it uh, over at Inside Days, but I haven't talked about it with you guys. So I'll give you guys my roster projections or um, talk about the left field situation because that's very interesting to me. Uh, it, Seth Brown is not playing in the field, but he could be. Whether or not he is. Uh, could have a big impact on who's going to be on this team on opening day. So uh, I find that very interesting. Maybe I'll just do a segment on that and maybe not the roster thing just yet. But uh, anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making the Lockdown A's your first listen of the day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. If, you have, if you're on YouTube and you've made it this far and you have not subscribed already, please subscribe. We're trying to get to 1,000 subs. Uh, but... Thank you uh, for, for doing this. It, we're, we have a great time. For your second lesson, though, you got to go check out Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. Find Locked On Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Part of Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. But that's it for me today, you guys. So until tomorrow when we talk about left field or the roster or something proudly, uh, Adam Aller's amazing starts that he's going to do today uh, and how that impacts Ken Waldachuk because Ken Waldachuk was supposed to start today or he was, you know, on the MLB up. He was scheduled to, to be the starter. I think he's scheduled to pitch, whether or not that is an in relief of Adam Aller, if Adam Aller leaves him any innings uh, or in a minor league camp. We'll see, but we'll talk about that a little bit tomorrow as well. But again, that's it. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.